Bokar Tov, we are Bokertov. continuing Sefer Shimuel, written by Shimuel, Shimuel Natan, and God, I think, and then <laughs> and then organized, oh, God, that was it. and then and then uh, and then organized by potentially Yirmiyah Navi. Some say Isra Sofer even. There's a whole machloket on that. What did we do yesterday? Elkanah. Well, Elkanah has two wives. One is named Chana, and one is named Pinina. <laughs> And Pinina had daughters or had kids, and Chana did not have kids. And every year, Eli would go up to bow to bow to pray at Shiloh, probably once or three, two, once once a year during probably Sukkot or something. And then from the korbanot, he would bring gifts for his wives. Now in the Shiloh is ministering the Kohen Gadol named Eliha Kohen. Okay? And Eliha has two sons, Chofni and Pinchas. Pinchas. I don't know if it's Pinchas or Pinchas because there's no Yud after the Fe. And typically, if there's a Yud after the Fe, it becomes Pinchas. But here, there is no. So I don't know what it is. And then uh, he would give gifts to his wives and he would give gifts to Pinina's, to Pinina and to Pinina's kids, but because Chana did not have any kids, and he loved her, and God had closed her womb, he gave her a double portion. But her co-wife, or what is it translated there again? What did you say translated rival, there? Rival. Her rival wife would uh, would um, cause her much anguish. She uh, would would hurt her. Now the Chachamim so say she did it so she should pray more again, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, that's definitely pshat. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, and that's what would happen every year. Every year when she would go up to the house of God, Penina uh, would make her upset, and she would cry, and she would not eat. Okay, because so Elkanah would give her a double portion, but she wouldn't eat any of it because she couldn't was did not have an appetite. Pasukhet. So Elkanah, her husband said, Why are you crying? And why are you not eating? And why is your heart bitter? Behold, I am greater. For you, then ten sons. No, am I not better? Am I not better than you, ten sons? Ten children. Uh, so, what's wrong with what he's saying? Like, uh, she's barren. So he's she's not barren. Like, oh, right. you have me. Like, what, right, exactly. What are you saying? It's, he's, the, um, he's, he, not, he, he's not being sympathetic because yeah, he not, has kids, but she doesn't. Right, right. Oh. He's not being sympathetic because oh. he has So, he's lacking self awareness is Chane, is or Chana, I keep saying Chane because it's Lamme. Okay, so Chana, why are you crying? You are better for me than 10 kids. Because what the woman needs is affirmation of her worth. Not, don't worry, I'm, I give you more joy than 10 sons. What, what are you saying? But one of the feelings that the woman feels when she's barren is that I'm worthless. What, what am I going to do? What, what am I here for? You know, well, the Gemara describes Chana's prayer like, "Why did you give me breasts if I can't use them to, to feed a child?" You know. So the woman feels worthless. He should have affirmed her 
and said, you are better for me than 10 sons. So she doesn't feel bad about herself, but he doesn't do that. So Elkanah, so far, will give him like a C minus in his behavior towards his wife. Okay? And then Hana gets up after she eats in Shiloh and after she drinks. After they had their whatever, she put something in her mouth. Yeah, I don't know if she, she ate fully. And she goes up to Shiloh and Elia Kohen is sitting on the chair by the entrance to the abode of God. Oh, I know this story. Yeah, it's a famous story. <laughs> And she was very, very bitter. And she was crying to God. And she was, uh, she was praying to God and she was crying. And she made a vow. And she said, God, Master of Legions. If you see, if you will please see the suffering of your maidservant. And you should remember me and not forget your maidservant. And you should give to your maidservant seed of, of uh, human, meaning give me, give me human seed. Mm-hmm. If you do give me a child, I will give him to God all the days of my life, all the days of his life. And a blade he will not put on his head. Is it Nazir? A form of Nazirut. It's a specific kind of Nazirut. No, it didn't. But it's a form of Nazirut because it doesn't say any of the other things of Nazirut. So they actually call it Nazirut, Nazirut Shel Shemuel. It's a specific kind of Nazirut in which you take upon yourself not all, I don't know if it's a halakhic thing, but it's something that they have in the Tanakh that they, that apparently they had uh, varying types of nizirut where you don't necessarily have to keep all of it but you keep some of it but the idea is a nazir by the way whenever you uh, you put the oil of anointing on the Kohen Gadol it says nezer shemen mishchat elohav alav he has the crown of the oil of anointing of his God on his head so anointing oil is also called the nezer or the crown which is the, the oil that makes you devoted to God. And by making him a nazir through his hair, meaning the other, uh, the other option besides for oil, she's making him a nazir, thus devoting him to God all the days of his life. Okay? Now, a few interesting things about her tefillah. She combines a tefillah with a neder, with a swear. That's the first time we've seen it in all of Tanakh, by the way. We've seen nedarim and we've seen tefillot, you've never seen the combination. A tefillah with a nedir, okay? Um, and, and the idea is, the lesson you learn from a tefillah is that you, you should frame your tefillot in a way in which it's to the benefit of Borei Olam. So, I promise you, if you give me my child, I will devote my child to you. Not give me a child so that I could enjoy and show off to my friends. Just give me a child so I could build a house. That's good, that will, that will be in your name, you know? Okay. Now it was when she was praying a lot before God, Eli was watching her mouth. But Hana was praying in her heart. Her lips were moving, but her voice would not, was not heard. 
So what does Eli think? So Eli thinks she's drunk. Now why would Eli think she's drunk? If you see someone praying today, you think they're drunk? No, because her mouth was, she was just uh, So what? If I, see you, if I see you doing that in Amidah, do I think you're drunk? No. So why would he think she's drunk? So from here we see that apparently they didn't pray, uh, they used to pray out loud. They didn't pray in silence. Hana, we learn the idea of praying in silence from Hana, from here. This is, where we, this is where Jewish tradition gets it from. But it's a little nuts. No, everyone's just screaming. Everyone's I don't know if everybody's screaming. Whether there's a Hasidic sect that prays like that. Do you remember dance? There's a group of Hasidim that pray like that. Those are Persians. They just like talk to God all day. Well, they like, just talk to each other all day. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but yeah, they, they, they do that. But, 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 meaning in those times, they didn't necessarily pray. Also, it could be that they didn't have personalized prayer as much. They would pray when they went to the Mikdash and stuff. So, they didn't pray like every single day like we do now. I don't know if they did. Except structure. Uh, no, the minyan, the minyan of tefillot is all midrabanan. All the structure of tefillah is all midrabanan. The the tefillot, the, stru- the the way we we pray is all learned from here. It's learned from Hana. So it definitely wasn't as systematized in those times yeah. at all. Which is why Eli looks at her and he's like, "What is this woman doing?" It wasn't common for them. Now, why is it extremely? It's extremely interesting that Hana is praying to herself, and Eli thinks her thinks that she's drunk because if you're praying out loud what could be going through your mind you're praying out loud whenever Eliyahu Navi was at Hara Carmel and the, the the prophets of Baal were doing their service what did what did Eliyahu Navi keep telling them he said pray louder maybe God is sleeping mm. pray louder maybe he can't hear you maybe this time he'll hear you so whenever you pray out loud you could be praying out loud for the reason of, I need God to hear me. Mm-hmm. Because He can't hear me if I'm praying to myself. Mm. But Hana is on a higher level. Meaning her understanding of Borei Olam is deeper than everybody around her. Wow. I think Hana's understanding of Borei Olam is even deeper than Eli's. Because Hana appreciates the fact that God does not need to hear the actual words in my mouth. She just ha- he just, he could, because He could look into my heart. So that's, that's, the, that's the chidush in Hana's tefillah. It's a crazy chidush. It's, it's what made tefillah in Am Yisrael. Wow. It's what caused tefillah in Am Yisrael. She's like the first person to pray. Meaning, meaning, I'm trying to point out, it's a philosophical idea. The reason we pray in silence is not just not to bother the people next to us. It's to make the philosophical point that Borei Olam does not need to hear the words in order to hear us. And Hana understands that about Borei Olam. It's something that Eli may not have understood yet. So, so far, Hana's interactions with people between Elkanah, her husband, and Eli, it seems like, first of all, Elkanah is speaking to her in a very in, immature way, I would say, not, the, not like the, you know, what you learn in Shalom Bayat classes. And Hana is very humble. She goes to Borei Olam, and her tefillah is with humility. Give to your maidservant, Zerah Anashim. She's not bitter. She's more, she's, she's supplicating, but she's not, uh, she's not, Angry at all, and then Eli comes to her and accuses her of being a, sh- a shikora, and look how she responds. So he thinks that she's a, she's a drunkard. He says, "Until when are you getting drunk? Get rid of your drunkenness from from you. Meaning, get so- sober up already." And Hana answers and says, "No, my, my master, I'm a woman who is of bitter spirit." 
I did not drink uh, any, any alcoholic drinks. Rather than pouring myself a cup of alcohol, I'm pouring my heart out to God. Meaning I'm praying to God. See what she did there? I did not drink any drink. Rather, I'm spilling my heart out before God. The only thing that's being poured is my heart. Okay? Now look at the way she responds then. She just gets accused of being drunk, but she's also, she responds with respect. No, my master. Lo Adoni. Who is Ellie again to her? Ellie is the coin gadol. She went up, I think so. She went up to, to Shiloh, and Ellie is the coin gadol at the time. So Ellie is sitting there watching her as she's praying in Shiloh. Isn't there a whole thing about the, 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 the plate with the stones that they light up? And that's the Urim Betumim kind of thing. But that's not that's not Something the story. Like, was, I remember it was like a, maybe I think it was a Gemara. Yeah, said, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's right. He's right. He's saying there is a there is a midrash that says that that the Urim Betumim lit up, and then the letters that lit up were Shin Kaf Resh He, which he understood to mean Shikora. But really, what did they what did they spell? Keshera. She's a good woman. Okay? Ah. And he mis he misinterpreted it. Okay, uh, let's see. <laughs> Do not assume your maidservant is a wayward daughter. For because of the, the, my distress and my anger or my sadness, I'm speaking as such. So Eli says, Go in peace. And he says, Go in peace. And the God of Israel will give you your request that you've asked from him. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your eyes. She goes back on her way and she eats now. And she was no longer upset. So, Hannah, <coughs> in my opinion, behaves with an incredible, incredible amount of humility. She's being mistreated by the men around her, but she's constantly speaking to them with respect, and she takes her suffering directly to God. She does not complain. I mean, she, she cries out to God and asks for her to, to fix it with a vow and with tefillah, but she doesn't let, her, let it embitter her character. Her character is still sweet and respectful and humble. That's something that's, that's amazing about Hana. What? What does it say? Then the woman went on her. Ah, way. I think just a way of, of speaking. Baruch Amen. 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 Amen.